0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program,
1: press 1. You have pressed 2.
0: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Yes, welcome to the show tonight. And uh, what a night you've picked to tune in, Zach. Uh, we are about one week into spring. And one of the worst parts, obviously, of spring is the magpie swoopings. Oh,
2: they never let you go, do they?
1: Nah, and we are, we are right in the midst of magpie season now. Which is why I think what the information I have to bring to you tonight, why it's so valuable.
2: What do you have done?
1: I might have inadvertently stumbled upon magpie immunity. I might have found a way.
2: You have developed peace between humans and magpies? I mean,
1: I don't want to go out there and make such an audacious claim right off the top of the show. But you know what? Screw it, I will. Enemies that's for thousands of
2: years. That's it. The humans and the yes. magpies have yep. never got along. And no. you, Dom Faye, mm. you have discovered
1: a way that we can live in peace? I, I might have. This, I might have just scratched the surface. In fact, I should be, instead of sharing this on the radio show, I should have gone to the, straight to the UN yep. and said, get me one of your, your big peace brokers, because I need to sit down with them and tell them what I've done here.
2: We could use you in North Korea.
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: you couldn't, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, please don't make me do good. that. I'm not, not that, that good.
1: good. That that the one's a little above my pay grade. Um, but but you have
2: discovered yeah. <laughs> human-magpie relations, mm. how we can get along. And, and
1: I think equally as tense as the Western <laughs> world-North Korea tensions at the moment is the magpie dispute. What I will promise, and that's right, promise is the word I'm using. In the next 15 minutes, I might be able... To stop people getting swooped.
2: Okay. Right
0: across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Trashy TV poetry.
2: That's right, Dom. This is an arts and crafts project <laughs> where we take the characters, themes and storylines from a current affair mm. and turn them into high class
1: art. There's not enough of that done, uh, firstly, with a current affair. Secondly, on FM radio in general. So I'm, right. I'm glad to get cultural for a second.
2: Well, speaking of cultural, Dom, our first mm. poem this evening is proving that a current affair can cover hard-hitting political news. Roses are red. Sometimes a politician can be a jerko. Senator Hanson had gone burko.
1: <laughs> the dramatic music underneath that story would make you think they're covering the... The scoop of the century. I imagine that was about Pauline Hanson wearing a burqa into Parliament. Correct. Yeah.
2: And wouldn't have they been so happy when yes. they remembered that in Australian <laughs> slang, that you could describe someone as going burko?
1: All their Christmases came at once that day. They would have sat down. They would have said, "I've got this great idea. Let's say Pauline Hanson's gone burko." They would have cracked out the beers and had a great afternoon.
2: Our next poem, Dom, proves that heroes come in all shapes and sizes. Roses are red. This hero is 100% homegrown.
1: Gordon Batu loves being a lollipop man, but he can't stand some of the drivers that speed through his school zone. <laughs>
2: That was a guy who was taking it <laughs> upon himself yep. to police the roads.
1: So how was he doing that? Was he, what was his, his uh, method? He strapped
2: the camera to his chest. Oh, did he? But he's not allowed to do that anymore.
1: <laughs> not legally enforceable? Yeah, they,
2: they said you can't be filming while you're on the job.
1: Uh, I'm going to take a punt that that man didn't have full-time employment as well, taking up his life.
2: Uh, well, he's a lollipop man. That was his job.
1: Is that a full-time job, lollipop man? Uh, I think it's a volunteer well,
2: position. Uh, no, you get paid for it. Did certainly. You? Oh,
1: I would have gone and became a lollipop man if I'd right. known that was a viable career, I I think
2: so, because I remember it getting advertised in my school newsletter one day.
1: Right, okay. Jeez. Well, there's a viable career pathway for anyone out there.
2: Our last poem, Dom, it's about cars being like snowflakes. <laughs> Each <laughs> one is different. Roses are red.
1: Some cars have more. Some cars have less. This disqualified driver was busted by police behind the wheel after replacing the seats with a mattress. <laughs>
2: Did you see that footage? That was tonight.
1: Oh, was that? So that's a fresh That's home. a freshie, yeah. You've worked on that tonight to turn that around. That's incredible. Yeah,
2: he didn't have any seats in his car, but yeah. he was sitting on a rolled-up mattress.
1: You know what? And, and I reckon when that news story came into Channel 9 headquarters this <laughs> afternoon, they said... <laughs> they rushed it through. <laughs> Get it to a current affair. That's right up Trashy there, We' will know what to do.
2: This is Collective
0: Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Now, Zach, we are uh, early into spring now. We are in magpie swooping season, um, but I noticed something pretty peculiar uh, walking through a park this afternoon when uh, a person in front of me got swooped by a magpie. Yeah. A person behind me got swooped by a magpie and the magpie left me alone. Just completely left me alone. Right. So they didn't swoop you. Didn't swoop me. Just had no interest in me. Now, on its own, perhaps that's just one isolated incident. That mm-hmm. means nothing. But what if I were to tell you over the past month since magpie season began, this exact thing essentially has happened to me four other times. Today was the fifth time... That a magpie has left me alone while swooping others.
2: Okay, so you're in a situation... Yes. ...where people are being swooped.
1: Yes, there is... You a...
2: walk into the exact same area... Yeah. ...you're walking down the exact same lines... Same path. ...and you are not getting swept. They don't
1: touch me. It's like I'm invisible to them. I don't yeah. know what's happened this magpie season, but they're leaving me alone.
2: Would you consider yourself unswoopable?
1: I think I might be. Mm. I honestly... And I know that's an absurd thing to put out there, but I wonder... I, I'm starting to wonder whether the magpies have cleared me. Okay. Whether they're good with me. I think... And this is the theory I'm just putting out there right now. I think I might've become a friend of the magpie.
2: Okay. So they don't see you as I, a threat. Yeah,
1: I don't think they see me as a threat. Now Why you, is that? Um, well, I've been thinking it. I've been tossing it over my mind. My mind, mm. my, mo- uh, my, my main thinking at the moment is because I'm not a very fit person. Yes. Perhaps they think I don't have to worry about him stealing my eggs. A
2: mercy rule. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like a handicap. Do you know so what I
2: mean? So the, they are scanning. Yep. <laughs> uh, I imagine the way they look at people is the way the Terminator looks at people <laughs> and determines whether they're a threat. Yes. And yeah. they see you yeah. and they think, oh, geez, yeah. that guy's had it rough. <laughs> we won't add any more stress to his life.
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, uh, that's my working theory. I mean, you. I mean, you're you're an enemy of the magpie. I know that much. You, how many times have you been swooped already this season?
2: Uh, twice.
1: Twice. It's that's pretty early on to get two swoops. One was a warning. Okay, it didn't right. actually
2: get to me. I just saw it coming and I made yeah. eye contact. And it came close by. I knew by the eye contact though, yeah. what it meant. It said, don't come back. <laughs> well, this is my turf. It's a
1: bizarre thing, Zach, and you know, you know that what I'm talking about has some merit because last year we filmed a video where the intention was to get me swooped.
2: That is true. We did literally. We every- spent three hours and <laughs> yes. you didn't get swooped. We did everything. And I we am could. thinking about it now.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking there is something strange.
2: <laughs> that because when we did that, yes. there was about maybe twenty bicycles that got swooped, mm. cyclists. And for three hours, you riding back and forth, you never
1: got through We tried so hard and they just wouldn't do it. I'm wondering, you know how some restaurants have like a do not serve and they have pictures of people not to serve? Yeah. I wonder if there's a do not swoop register and yep. the magpies have a few of us up on a tree. Friend Could of the magpie. a magpie,
2: I've seen some of your physical traits on the sporting field, maybe, and thought that person is incapable of being a physical threat.
1: Well, it's very possible. I mean, maybe that's it, because that obviously those take place outdoors. Maybe they they came and watched one of my junior Aussie rules games years ago, (laughs) and they're like, we can strike him off the list. Don't waste a swoop on him. But here's my thinking, Zach. I want to know if this is a thing, or if uh, if it's just me. Mm -hmm. Are there other potential friends of the magpie out there? So 131060, basically what I'm looking for... Have you not been swooped in a few years? Maybe do they target other people and not you, the magpies? In fact, maybe have you never been swooped? I wonder if there's anyone like that out there. Because I think there's a there's a breed of us, Zach. There's a few of us in the human population who the magpies have cleared as okay.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: I've put forward my theory that the magpies might have cleared me. That I don't think they want to swoop me anymore. I think I've got magpie immunity.
2: Right. You think the magpies have got together at one yep. of their meetings, which happened at the start of spring. I yes. think they have one in the middle <laughs> and they probably have one at the end, just wrapping up, it's see like the, how it went.
1: That's the AGM, obviously. And
2: they put a picture of you up on the wall and they said, this guy's okay.
1: Well, five times, Zach, I, this spring already, or in the past month, I've been around other people being swooped and they've left me alone. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't entirely know why, but I think I might've become a friend of the magpie. <laughs> And that's the calling sign of the friend of the magpie.
2: <laughs> is that right what there. you're doing when you're going through the park? <laughs> is that why they're letting you go?
1: Perhaps that's it. But look, here's the theory I'm putting forward. I think there there might be other people out there like me who are friends of the magpie, who, who for one reason or another, the magpies have deemed not a threat and mm-hmm. they're leaving us alone. So I've asked on 131060 if anyone else has this sort of experience. Dan is in Hobart. Dan, you believe you might be a friend of the magpie?
2: Good afternoon, boys. How are we?
1: We're we going well, Dan?
2: Uh, Excellent, Dan. It's a very late uh, afternoon. It's,
1: it's, it's Ben, B-E-N. Oh, sorry, um, not Ben. It's oh, um, all good, Ben. I was, in, I was in Melbourne
0: a couple of years ago with the boys, and uh, we were walking through a park over there, and magpies were just hammering them like no tomorrow. Mm. But they must have thought I was a ripping bloke because they didn't come in.
1: Didn't touch you, Didn't touch you. Ben.
0: Didn't, Wanted that, that now. I've nailed it down to one of two things. They either thought this broke this bloke's pretty staunch and pretty mad looking, so we don't want nothing to do with him, mm. or he just looks like a good bloke. And yeah, mm. I ended up walking 10 15 meters to the side, mm. and they were just getting hammered. and I was just strolling along enjoying
1: my day. You know what? That sounds like a friend of the magpie to me. Welcome aboard, Dan. It's a friend of the magpie right there, Zach. What more could you ask for? Uh, we got madam. Now, madam, you got a, a trick to stop magpie swooping.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. What, um, what is it? I just don't like. I just don't like birds at all. I think it's just a vibe I give off. There's some some sort of vibe mm. that they just won't come near me. I don't know. Are,
1: are you saying that your trick is a vibe you put off? <laughs> Probably, who knows? Who knows, honestly. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I, Would you
2: deem him to be a friend of the magpies, oh, Dom?
1: If you're putting something out in your essence of your being, mm. whether it's pheromones, whether it's an attitude, that makes birds want to stay away, mm. I, I reckon you might be a friend of the magpie. Do you
2: know what, Dom? If it's a pheromone, a smell that you're putting off that's keeping magpies away, yes. I'd rather get swooped. <laughs> I actually... Than having the scent of cheese pouring out of my paws uh, all the time.
1: The same pheromones might be what's happening with the single women and keeping them away, (laughs) now that I think about it. But welcome on board, madam. You are a a friend of the magpies. We also have Bridie on the Gold Coast. Now, Bridie, uh, what makes you think you may be a friend of the magpie?
0: Um, well, I generally just have a love for birds. It is, that's probably very weird, but, you know, I just feel like I'm a friend of all of them. I walk past them all the time and they never get me but everyone else. So you I've think that they've... I've even gone through to the extent where I've chased them and they still won't get me.
1: Jeez, right. you pursued and they won't pursue you back. Well, so, Bridie, no. how often have you been swooped in your life? Never. I'll be honest, never.
2: Never. Well, if Bridie is chasing the birds, though, maybe it's reversed for her. Oh, <laughs> Maybe there's magpies saying Bridie season is coming up. Everyone be careful. Maybe
1: that's the secret. Maybe maybe you just have to chase them back. <laughs> Swoop the magpies back. That's the secret this magpie season. Welcome aboard, Bridey. You're a friend of the magpie. We've discovered, Zach. That What's your a...
2: club going to do, Dom? Now yeah. you have all these friends of magpies. Well, I
1: don't know, but we can definitely hang out in parks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I
2: just want to touch on real quick something you were just talking about. Yes. You were saying that you were unswoopable. You are a friend of a magpie this whole season. Yep. You haven't been swooped.
1: They haven't touched me once. Honestly, five different scenarios I've been where a sw- where a swooping magpie has been targeting other people. Yep. They haven't touched me. I don't think they want it. they're interested in me.
2: I was wondering if you'd be open to a scientific approach to that. What are you thinking? Well, what happens in science is you come up with an idea and then you have to test it. You said your idea is that you're unswoopable.
1: Yes, I did say that. Uh, I I, I might have said similar words to that effect.
2: So would you be open to (laughs) testing that out?
1: I mean... I feel like I'm on good footing with the magpies. I don't know if I want to test my luck. I don't know if I, they might turn on me if I put it to the test. No, well then that's, pretty, that doesn't mean that you have any skill uh, there. So what, you want me to stand where magpies are sweeping and see if they go for me? Yes, correct. Can I wear a helmet? If
2: you're a friend of a magpie, they won't sweep you.
1: Am I allowed to wear a helmet? Just uh, in case. Hmm.
2: We'll check what the health and safety people say <laughs> at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do that.
1: Ah, oh, jeez. Alright. Um, well, you know what? I'm pretty confident that they're they're not gonna get me. I'm I'm okay. pretty confident I'm on their good side. Wait. So I think I'm good. Okay.
2: Well, I will find somewhere where magpies are sweeping. Yes. And sometime, hopefully this week, mm. we'll put it to the test.
1: And I will stand there for what, like 10 minutes? And if I don't get swooped in ten minutes, you'll agree I'm a friend of the magpies. Ah, uh, yes. Deal. Alright, let's do it.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. <laughs> This is Dom's Google History.
2: Dom, I feel like you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we read out your most recent Google searches and you mm. have to explain why you Googled or what you Googled.
1: Now, I have been down with a, a bit of a cold or flu. Still not sure which one it was over the past week. We missed a few shows last week because of it, Zach. Mm. And you've mentioned to me already that a few of my searches... Uh, revolve around that illness?
2: Uh, not necessarily that illness, okay. just health-related. Just health-related. Uh, okay, your first great. one's not, though. This one's on Monday at 7.59pm. How much am I contributing to global warming? <laughs>
1: Right. I do remember Googling that one. I think that was a particularly warm day or right. warm evening. And you
2: thought you might have been responsible well, <laughs> directly.
1: Well, no, I think I, I was I was contemplating turning the air conditioning on for a few minutes. Mm. And it just hit me in that moment. I guess I had an epiphany of my lifestyle. Yeah. And I realized that while I may not be completely to blame, I'm certainly not part of the solution.
2: No, you certainly not. No, And also, you are completely to blame.
1: What well, me personally is completely you personally, to blame.
2: I've had discussions with you. <laughs> Where I said, you don't need to use the air conditioner yeah. every day of the year. Oh, and you do said And you said, yes, mate, one person won't make a difference. Yeah, I did say that.
1: <laughs> and I stand by that. I did have a quick Google of it. It um, turns out, and you might have known this, cows farting is doing a big deal of damage to the climate.
2: Yeah, and how but, much do you contribute to yeah, eating okay. <laughs> and...
1: <laughs> I would make some cows pretty gassy, you're not wrong. Yeah. But I guess my question, Zach, was would um how much of it is personally to do with me and how much is the big businesses, I guess the coal mines, the stuff I can't control anyway. Yeah. Uh turns out no, humans actually doing a fair bit individually. <laughs> so uh Have Sorry. you cut back?
2: Did you turn on the aircon?
1: I turned the aircon on. So <laughs> I mean, it was a bit warm. Sorry, great-grandkids. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll try to get better so you've got something to live on.
2: Uh, the next thing you Googled was Friday at 4.19pm. Is steak good when you're sick?
1: That's a great question, isn't it? Is
2: steak good when you're sick? Do you yes. think that steak helps you get over a cold? Well, I, I've heard vitamin C. <laughs> I've heard oranges. Yeah. I've heard strawberries. <laughs> yes. I've never heard anyone say what you need is a good old ribeye.
1: Well, no. So I was quite unwell, and I was kind of thinking, what's fitting in tonight? And mum mentioned she was cooking up steaks. And I didn't want to make the illness worse, but I also didn't want to turn down a steak. So I, I guess I was just looking... <laughs> I was looking for... So you think
2: you had the flu. Yeah. You maintain you had the flu, and yes. you were well enough to eat a steak. Steak for dinner,
1: Zach. I could be on my deathbed. <laughs> I could be. I could be in a coma, and I'm telling you, I'd, I'd put a steak down. You know okay. me in steaks. I, I would find a way. What did Google so,
2: say about steak? Uh,
1: well, it said it would avoid red meat. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Similar to the global warming answer, I d- ignored that advice. Oh,
2: jeez, you're not listening I, to Google this week.
1: I, I downed the it and it was lovely. Okay, Thank you, I find
2: this last search a little bit confusing. Okay. It was Monday at 12.11am. Mm. Does my neck hurt? <laughs> I think you're confusing Google a little bit. I don't understand how Google would know <laughs> what's happening inside your body.
1: Okay, I mean, what I meant to search was why does my neck hurt. Okay. I clearly left out the why in that scenario. Right. I'm not a judge even a why. even
2: so, even mm. so, why does my neck hurt? Yeah, Google doesn't know your activities well, over the weekend.
1: I, I was thinking back, I'm like, what have I done that could have thrown out my neck? I live a pretty sedate lifestyle, yep. particularly over the weekend when I wasn't well. What, what's thrown out the neck? Mm. What
2: could have done it? Well, we know that you've been kicking back in the air con eating steak. Yeah. It wasn't those two things. No,
1: well, it, it said most likely just a sleeping injury. Yep. So um, I don't know what I those can do about that Those are most of your injuries, by the
2: way. You never get a cool injury. No, I It's, don't. it's never like a sporting injury. It's like, uh, yeah, I napped a bit too much today. I wander into the doctors and he's
1: like, fell out of the bed again, Dom? <laughs> yes, I did.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: This is... Collective nouns out of context news. Making out of context news tonight. Beyoncé is doing the new National Tiles ad with Frank Walker. It has so much depth, you know. It's so emotional, and I literally, I, I was crying when I when I did the voiceover.
2: Also, opposition leader Bill Shorten got stood up on a Tinder date. You would not have thought this was
1: possible, except it has actually happened. It is a cowardly act. And Donald Trump has been ploughing through rolls of toilet paper in the White House. In fact, that stuff is
0: disappearing so fast we have none left, but that's my honour.
2: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet.
1: And look, something that sounds that amazing usually in the normal world would cost you a fortune to get into. Not the Collective Noun Forum, though. All it's going to set you back is a five-star rating. What you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave that five-star rating as your admission price into the forum, then you can write whatever you want and roam free, Zach.
2: Who do we have roaming, frolicking... Mm.
1: Bathing in the sunlight today. Well, funnily, you say bathing in the sunlight because firstly we have Sunny Girl one oh eight. Uh, Sunny Girl just wants to know whether I've been on the Mulaney Dairies tour yet. Uh, they really want to go, and I believe they're asking me on a date if I'm open to that. Oh, really? Which is the first time a date's made its way into the collective noun Forum. Well,
2: what do you mean you believe they're asking you? Well, What's the wording?
1: They, the wording is: Have you, Dom? Have you been on the Mulaney Dairies tour yet? I really want to go. Date question mark. Right. So I believe they're either asking me on a date or they're saying what's a good date to go.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or they could be asking what date (laughs) does the milk expire?
1: That's true. Or would I like a date? Perhaps they have a bag of dates on them. Yes. These are all
2: (laughs) the plethora Of date options. And this is why the dating world yes. can be interpreted so many different ways. This <laughs> is why it. people find themselves in trouble.
1: But they really do. Uh, and look, in answer to Sunny Girl 108's question, uh, I have actually not done the Millennium Dairies tour. Now, for, for people not in the Queensland area, this is a boutique dairy that is just north of us here in Brisbane. And it's not quite as big as your Paul's, not quite mm-hmm. as big as your dairy farmer's. Yep. Small so local. local
2: Family-run yeah, dairy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, look, it's quite mythological on this show and in I these believe parts. when you
2: walk in, you'll just be thanked <laughs> for your contribution <laughs> you know, to their farm over the years. I've been
1: keeping them afloat for for 10 years now, 10 you 15 years. Um, but uh, funnily enough, I believe we might be doing a, a Mulaney Dairies tour sometime soon. It's on the horizon? It's on the whiteboard. It's an idea. Um, we, we
2: might see if we make it there.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. But thank you, Sunny Girl 108. Uh, next up, CMG2203 uh, has returned to the forum. And it's always nice to have a return visitor. It's of like, course,
2: you do get a special card that we stamp every time you come in. Yep. And the 10th visit is free.
1: Uh, and look, CMG2203 says we chatted about Willy Wonka and the the kids from the Chocolate Factory recently. I think I mentioned that... Uh, you would be Augustus. I was <laughs> I would not be Augustus. I wouldn't make it through the front gates. <laughs> Augustus did much better than I would have yeah, done. Yeah, okay. Um, but, but I mentioned that, I think when I asked, could blueberries turn my skin blue? Yeah, that's right. We re- joked about me being Veronica.
2: Oh, yeah, because she... Mm. Blows up into a blueberry.
1: Well, yeah. CMG just wants to tell us the name is actually Violet, not Veronica. That's true. So Even th- then, when
2: we were retelling yes. it, I thought it was uh, Veronica. But yeah. that's true because uh, I think that's the idea, isn't it? Violets turn violet. Yeah. I think
1: is a line. So apologies to all the Roald Dahl fans out there for getting our our facts wrong, and we'll just we'll be more rigorous next time.
2: When you were growing up, did you watch the? Original Mm. Willy Wonka?
1: Yes, because uh, the Tim Burton Johnny Depp one scared me. Right. Was that out when you were a kid? Oh, it was probably came out when I was probably grade six or seven, to me. Really? Yeah. But no, I had watched the original one numerous times. And how did
2: you feel about the Chocolate River?
1: Oh Zach The dreams I've had About that chocolate river What would you like, do Because
2: would you yeah. Swim with your mouth open mm, No Because doing a physical activity And consuming The yeah. liquid chocolate Would be quite difficult To do at the same time
1: uh, It would take me Some time to get to the river I would have been Eating the the edible flowers yep. um, Which obviously Are not plants But candy In this scenario yep. uh, I would Because
2: vegetables Might also be known As edible <laughs> plants
1: <laughs> Yeah I wouldn't touch those
2: They do exist In the real world <laughs> would
1: not touch them But I, w- I would eat I think like everything In that room is edible So I just go down town and everything else.
2: But what you, would your technique be with the river? Yeah. Um, Because that's what I've always wondered. Do you just like stick your head in like a gazelle at a uh, water hole?
1: See, I'd probably use it as like a fondue, a dipping, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and then maybe towards the end, I would, I'd I get a straw. A straw. And just go to it. Right? And you'd
2: have to have a pretty thick straw.
1: Oh, I'd get a thick straw. I'd plan ahead. If yep. I got a golden ticket, I'm coming in with an arsenal of- yep. A didgeridoo. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. yeah. I'm giving look. I'm giving in with a full arsenal, a full tool belt of yep. things to help me consume as much confectionery. You've as I come can ready. There. Of course, I'd be ready. Mm. I would study that film back to front and make sure I was ready to eat everything in there.
2: My concern, yeah, from a slightly germophobic point of view, yes, yeah, is I mean, everyone's walking through with their feet. Mm. Everyone's touching everything. Yeah, there's nothing's wrapped up.
1: No, that's I true. don't know.
2: In the Willy Wonka. Thought Factory, about... what their health and safety is like. <laughs> I mean, kids are getting sucked up into machines.
1: Mm, I have thought about this before as well. You want to be front of the line, yes. right? I trust the Oompa Loompas. They they look like a hygienic people to me, so I don't worry about them touching the things. But I wouldn't want and any. You, other they're the humans. type of thing they're
2: around it all the time. Exactly. So they're yes. used to it. They it's nothing to them.
1: Sure, uh, uh, but, but I wouldn't trust the other humans from no. contaminating what I would think of as my. Of the chocolate and lollies, mm. right? So I would get to the front of the line if I could. I'd engineer a situation where the door shut and locked them in, and I had a good half hour before they <laughs> came out. And I would really look. I'll be honest; it's quite an idyllic scene when they first go into that room, right? Yeah. But if that if those doors opened after I had half an hour in there, it would have looked like a bomb had hit the place. It's funny how
2: <laughs> in that movie, yeah, each one of the kids is knocked off one by one, yes, in kind of comical fashion. Mm. I mean, one of them falls into the chocolate river. Yep. One of them inflates like a blueberry. Mm. I just wanted a scene where one of the rooms is a doctor's (laughs) surgery. And just in a very solemn way, he just says, it's diabetes. You guys have had way too much sugar.
1: (laughs) You came into this place totally healthy, but unfortunately being here. Yeah,
2: and it's just like, do I get a song? Do I get... (laughs) No, actually, you just... um,
1: Insulin injections. Yeah,
2: you just need to watch what you eat for the rest of your life.
1: Uh, And lastly, on the forums, we have cast 356742 uh, from Los Angeles, from LA. Uh, Another American podcaster. finally. It's exciting We get the tap on the shoulder, Dom This is how I think it works I think this is how you break Hollywood From La La Land That's that's exactly how it works Well, they have just wanted to say That they've been uh, working their way Through the podcast Through their shifts at work lately And have now realised That all of their internal thoughts uh, Take place now In an Australian accent
2: Okay So i like to know
1: That we've converted Somebody's internal monologue To be Australian
2: Well, Amy We will let you know mm. I don't feel like We have strong accents, do we?
1: No, I don't think I don't think we've got Particularly strong Australian accents
2: Because a strong Australian accent Might be considered mm. what you'd call ochre. Yes. And we're not, we're not super like. ochre.
1: What I love, Zach, about Amy's review is mm. we, we've heard from different parts of America before, right? We've heard from uh, Atlanta. Uh, I believe we've heard from, was it the the Midwestern farms or something along those lines? Yep. And now LA. We've now reached the coast.
2: Well, I feel like LA, the entertainment capital of the world. Yes. Amy's there. Mm. She's rubbing shoulders with the stars. You'd think so. Yeah. Uh, day-to-day, she'd be just popping into Starbucks. Yep. Oh, You know, there's Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Oh, There's Amy Adams.
1: Yep. And there's Robert Downey Jr. over there having his spiced latte.
2: And even though Mm. she's in the epicenter of where entertainment happens, she's choosing to listen to... (laughs) A late-night podcast from Australia.
1: <laughs> That's true. This podcast comes from Brisbane, possibly the uh, the opposite of the entertainment capital of the world. If LA's at one end of the spectrum, I think Brisbane, Australia, finds its way at the absolute other whoa, end. Whoa,
2: hold up. Yes. We do have Hollywood on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Movie world
1: <laughs> yeah, where do. such great
2: films like <laughs> Inspector Gadget 2 yes, were filmed. That's true. Uh, well, that was filmed in Brisbane, actually. Yeah, yeah, uh, what yeah. was filmed? I think one of the Pirates of the Caribbean was on the Gold yeah, Coast, wasn't that, it?
1: That was filmed there. One of the Narnia movies?
2: Uh, Scooby Doo?
1: Was Scooby Doo filmed yes. there? Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, in some of the studios
1: there? A Superman. One, uh, one of the Supermans was filmed there. Oh, no. That's, sorry, that's just a roller coaster. <laughs> They have a Superman roller coaster. Are you aware
2: the roller coaster doesn't feature in the film? Superman doesn't visit. His own roller coaster <laughs> at a theme park.
1: I really think that's a missed opportunity <laughs> in superhero movies when they don't visit the rides that yep. have been named after them. They've really they've dropped the ball on yep. that particular one. That's certain. Uh, but look, thank you for 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 making this your uh, Australian entertainment, Amy. It's and I'm, I'm glad to. And we're converted. flattered. We're very flattered to have converted the inner monologue there. Uh, and look, that is all we have time for on the forum tonight. If you do want to be a part of it, we'd love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach
1: and Dom. Uh, Now, Zach, I am about to break massive Taylor Swift news. This is a world exclusive. This is something I've stumbled upon myself, and in my opinion, it's going to be the biggest scandal to ever hit her and her career. That's
2: quite intimidating, Dom, and yeah. this is at a time in her career where she would not want any scandals, well, so I imagine that when this yes. gets back to her, um, their camp, her media people are going to mm. be shaking in their boots.
1: Oh, they're going to be terrified, uh, and they're not going to be able to shake this one off, mm. let me put it that way, right? So this is the woman who has had all her breakup scandals, right? Uh, she's had the feud with Kanye. Yep. Um, she's had the feud with Katy Perry. Then she releases this song recently.
0: Look what you mean you do.
1: What's right, this is meant to be the big, the, the comeback, the slap in the face of everyone who's caused drama around her, right?
2: Yeah, I Try mean, she was turn. able to express herself through song, yep. um, express her individual identity mm. and what she wanted to say.
1: Yes, well, unfortunately for Taylor, in her big comeback song, she has created the biggest scandal of her career. Zach. What has she done? Well, she's stolen lyrics now this is anyone what? who's into music who who knows how the music industry works yeah. knows there's one golden rule you do not steal music you don't steal lyrics from other artists mm. right now have a listen to this excerpt i call it exhibit a mm. from look what you made me do so i've got a list of names and yours is in red underlined I check it once and I check it twice. Great lyrics, Taylor.
2: Are you saying that you've heard those lyrics somewhere
1: else? Oh, I think I have maybe here. He's making a
2: list and checking
0: it twice.
1: Gotta find
2: out who's your nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm so... I see a lawsuit coming to town, Dom.
1: <laughs> now, Taylor, I have defended you. To my friends in the past, I have defended you in the face of every controversy, but this is a bridge too far. You don't steal from Christmas carols. You know I love Christmas, Zach.
2: Christmas carols are a sacred ground for but you, dumb.
1: They are absolutely a sacred ground. There are so many things you can use source material from. Write about your love life. Write about your hopes and aspirations for the world. But hands off but Santa. Hands off Santa. You can get, like, it's nothing to get Katy Perry and Kanye West yep. offside. Try getting the, the, the big bearded guy in his, his red suit offside. And Santa. And <laughs> Yeah. All I'm saying is if any, like obviously she's got an album coming out. Yeah. If on that album we hear about Little Drummer Boys (laughs) (laughs) or maybe Red Nosed Reindeer. Yep. All I'm saying is Taylor, you do not want to make an enemy out of me.
2: So do you think? Oh, yes. wait, wait, who's she making an enemy out of? Well, is the feud it... starting with you, the Christmas yes. lover, or is the feud started with Santa and the elves at the um, North Pole? It's
1: the Christmas community, uh, and I am Would representative. You head up? Yes, <laughs> I am their representative in this moment, and yep. I'm telling you, the North Pole is at war with Taylor Swift right now. That war has been declared. Forget North Korea; it's the North Pole. And it's, it's the right North Pole her.
2: v. Taylor Swift. It is. What um, do you think is going to happen out of this? Um, what would you like to see? What is your, um, yep. you know, the letter that you're going to write to Taylor and yes. someone's going to have to trick her into revealing that she is Taylor Swift and mm. then they'll say, you've been served, <laughs> Well, and I th- they'll throw the <laughs> uh, contract at her.
1: Unfortunately for Taylor, there is only one list uh, that is checked once and twice, and that list has her now in the Naughty Names list. Ooh.
2: That's right. She's getting polished. this year. ultimate
1: revenge <laughs> She's on the Naughty list for 2017, and okay. I, I've chatted to the big guy, yep. Zach. I've chatted to him. Yep. There are rumors that she might even get a 2018 naughty list okay. in advance. So
2: we had Katy Perry. She wrote a diss track. Yes. We had Kanye. He released all those Snapchats with his wife, Kim Kardashian. Yes, he did. Uh, revealing what mm. they say was a dark side of Taylor Swift. Yeah. But you're saying worse than all of those, Yeah. the worst possible punishment <laughs> is coming Taylor Swift's way. Yes. She will be on the naughty list come Christmas. She's already there, Zach.
1: She's already there. Taylor, there's no way back from this one. I'm sorry. If you take on Christmas again, just know there's the full power of the North Pole and the elves.
2: I've never heard Dom so confident. <laughs> <laughs> and also so lame at the same time.
0: <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: In the radio industry,
0: thousands of people request an on-air shout-out every week. These shout-outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Nouns shoutout courtroom.
2: That's right. On thirteen ten sixty, this is your one and only chance this week to get mm. a shoutout on the radio. Dom, we're about to enter the shoutout courtroom. Do you have the door ready?
1: I have the door right now. Let's get in there.
2: First in as usual, and let's invite our first applicant, Mitch.
1: In Brisbane, welcome into the shout-out courtroom, Mitch. What would you like a shout-out for this week? Uh, I
2: would like a shout-out myself. It was my 21st birthday 15 minutes
1: ago. Ah. Uh, so so what, you, you turned 21 20 minutes ago or just finished?
2: Uh, so like 20 minutes ago, so the 6th of September.
1: Ah, oh, so it's just finished, I see. Okay. All right. So, you know what, I think sometimes there's a post-birthday low, Zach. Yep. You can, you can feel a bit low after your birthday, especially a big milestone. I think
2: on. if Mitch was 15 yep. minutes earlier, he would immediately get the shout-out. We'd have to but call But now,
1: I don't know. We'll have to take it under consideration. Take your seat, Mitch. We will uh, let you know. And welcome in uh, Jess from Griffith <clears throat> into the shout-out courtroom. Jess, what would you like a shout-out for this evening? I'd like to give a shout-out to my partner and myself. Oh, a, a double, double shadow. Oh, jeez, that's ambitious, Jess. It's bold. Why? Um, we run our own business, and today we won a
0: big contract, which is really great. Okay, okay, Jess. Well, yeah, we'll, so I'm
2: going to need uh, your partner's name,
0: Luke. Luke, Luke. and
2: I'm going to need your company name as well. Alan um, J. Integrated Security. Alan J. Integrated Security. Now, mm. all those names might not get read out on the radio. Yes. Uh, but your application has gone through.
1: And you know what I say, Zach? If you need some integrated security, Alan J. Inter- integrated Security. That's always been my opinion. Uh, what security company was that? Alan J. Integrated okay. Security. My personal opinion. Uh, Haley in Mackay. Welcome into the shout out courtroom, Hayley. Uh, what would you like a shout out for tonight? I would like to shout out to my mother from Man Isla.
2: A mother shout out, Haley. Why is that?
1: Because is the most amazing woman in the world. Oh, I have not heard of her before. You'd no. think you
2: would have heard of the most amazing <laughs> well, woman in the world. We're
1: going to need some criteria, Haley. What does she do for you that makes her so amazing? Well, she has just let me move out of home and get a tattoo and get my tongue pierced before I'm 18.
2: Okay. okay, all right, well... I mean, what a resume.
1: My, my mum is yet to let me do any of those three things. Yes. She's keeping me at home, no tattoo, no piercings. So. You've been
2: asking for a tongue piercing for <laughs> ages now, don't I I you? I
1: have. Unfortunately, mum will not let it happen. Haley, just quickly, what's your mum's name in Mount Isa? Her name's Anne. 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 Haley's mum, Anne. All right, Zach, well, it is time for us to adjourn now. Uh,
2: just to review our applications this evening, and we will stress not everyone will get a shout-out, but mm. currently Mitch is applying for one for himself for his 21st birthday that was completed 15 minutes ago. Yep. Jessica, a shout-out for herself and her partner, Luke, mm. uh, who just scored a big deal for her company, Alan j Integrated Security. Yep. And Hayley wants to give a shout-out to the greatest woman... On the planet. That's right. Her mother. Yes. uh, Anne from Mount Isa. Now, immediately dumb, I'm Mm. liking Haley's application, but I figure if Anne's already the most wonderful woman on the planet. On the planet? That's probably. Uh, Prize enough.
1: I, I don't know if you need a shout-out to go along no. with that.
2: So I reckon we'll cross off, Haley. Yep, yep. I uh, appreciate your application, though, Haley. But your mum will not get a shout-out? What are you thinking? I think a 21st is
1: big. It is. But a couple running their own uh, their own security business. Geez, these are the nights that... that they, they don't prepare you for this in shout-out law school. Um, I, think,
2: I think we have to go 21st. It's just such That's an, where I was leaning. It's just such an iconic time.
1: Yep, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Congratulations. The shout-out is going to you, Mitch. Oh,
0: awesome. Thanks,
1: guys. Not a problem. I will now just pass over to Zach. It's time to get into the official business of the shout-out.
0: This is an officially sanctioned and verified shout-out on behalf of Collective Noun, extended on this occasion to... Mitch from Brisbane. The reason for this shout-out, as commissioned in a scheduled sitting
2: of the shout-out courtroom, is... Mitch's 21st birthday ended 15
1: minutes ago.
0: This concludes all official shout-out courtroom business.
1: Okay, wigs down. That's the shout-out courtroom closed for another week.
0: This is Collective
1: Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, uh, we've covered a few of my, uh, I guess, disputes with my neighbours throughout the history of this show.
2: Uh, you have a running dispute with your neighbour over the back. It's not really a dispute. They just don't like you watching <laughs> Netflix at 4am, and I say fair enough.
1: Yeah, they, they have come out and banged on the fence uh, numerous times now.
2: Uh, your neighbour's not happy with you trick-or-treating? <laughs> <laughs> Come Halloween, I they have, said that you're too old.
1: I trick or treat in different areas now. I, I travel to trick or treat.
2: And you were just saying something about you were parking over uh, your neighbor's driveway. There was
1: an instance where I was parking potentially over a driveway, but that one's been resolved. That one's that one's not a dispute any longer. What's the latest? Uh, well, the latest is last night coming home from the show, I reckon I, oh, I certainly haven't done anything to real tensions. <laughs> 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 I reckon I've, I've just added a lot more people pissed off at me now. What did you do? Well, I was walking away from my car, and <laughs> I don't even know entirely how this has happened. It's not happened to me before, but mm. I was caught in that awful moment where the car alarm goes off. Really? Right, yeah. So this is like, uh, I guess it's like 2 a.m. when I'm I'm driving home. I'm I'm pulling in home. I should mention, because you poured Coke over me last night, I'm topless as well in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> so my shirt was, was was drenched. So I was topless standing in my, my cul-de-sac. Oh, by topless. the way, that,
2: that was a Coca-Cola oh, yes. hair rinse, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. was a... Uh, A hack that was going viral online (laughs) that we wanted to put to the test. Yeah. I didn't just (laughs) attack Dom with Coca-Cola. No,
1: look, you can check out last night's podcast for that. But but yes, so I was standing in my cul-de-sac topless Mm. with my car alarm going off. Now, have you ever had a car alarm go off before? I have not. Because I didn't know how you meant to turn it off.
2: I think you just like unlock the car with the beeper or by right. opening the door.
1: Well, see, I was, like, Googling um, how to turn off the, the like, how to turn off car alarm, right? Yeah, right. I was running back. I, I put the key in the engine, everything like that. It, it was the unlock button. Yeah, Turns right, out, the one go. thing I had not done. So, that alarm whoa, whoa, blasted. What do you mean the
2: one thing you hadn't done? Well, okay. that that seems very high on the list of yeah. things you'd go straight to. <laughs>
1: well, you'd think so, but I, I panicked. So, the alarm probably went off for about 45 seconds to a minute, very loudly, in the whole car. Like, And I saw the worst thing, which is lights in home flicking on, yeah. which is what I didn't like. Anyway, I did hear one neighbour yell out, I'll be waiting for you tomorrow night. Which, as we... Has look, it's a neighbour I know. I think he was jo- doing it jovially. I'm a little worried, though. Oh, one of
2: those uh, joke <laughs> friends. A bit of fun between neighbours at 2am.
1: <laughs> I am a little worried, and I was wondering if I can come and crash at your place tonight, Zach? Uh,
2: no, you won't be doing that, especially <laughs> not with your car that just goes off at any time.
1: Uh, it might be hard to explain to your wife in the morning when she wakes up and sees me on the couch.
2: <laughs> well, what would they think when they looked out the window and they yes. heard a car alarm and they saw you in the middle of the cul-de-sac without a shirt on?
1: I'm not sure what they'd think, but I think they would be very glad to hear that my family's moving in a few <laughs> weeks' time. <laughs> uh, that is all we got time for tonight. I've got to head home and face the music, brave yep. the neighbours. Uh, if you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting Down on iTunes. You will find it there. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow night at 11. Bye!
0: From Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.